What's going on, everybody? This is Noah Alvarez, and you are tuned into another episode of the My Mike and I podcast. The date of this podcast release is December 11th. We're already in December, yo. I know last episode was in December, but I think it's starting, finally starting to hit that we're in December. Last month of the year, last month of holiday season. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. And before we get into the episode and the guest for this week's show, as always, man, I did want to thank you, the listener, but I also got to thank my man, Generic Sports, for producing the instrumental playing in the background. You can check out more of his work on SoundCloud.com slash Generic Sports. Also, Bandcamp, Twitter, and Instagram. Search up the same thing, Generic Sports, no tricky spelling. And shout out to my man, Vince Correa, for designing the My Mike and I logo that we are seeing in your screen. He also helps out a ton too with the graphics that go into the Mike and I Instagram page. He also helps out too with like, he made little video animation that if you're watching it on YouTube. Um, so he helps out a ton with the podcast, yo. Shout out to Vince, shout out to Generic Sports. Both of us are gonna be recording, oh, actually all three of us, I can't count for some reason. <laughs> all three of us are gonna be recording the best hip hop of 2020 in these coming weeks soon too that I mentioned last week. And uh, we'll get that out as soon as possible, talking about you know our top five albums and also some other upcoming artists that kind of stuff just like we have the past two years and um you know if you're a big hip-hop head like myself definitely be sure to go check out those previous episodes see if your top five albums or any standout artists of 2019 and 2018 are similar to ours and uh, we can you know just join in on the discussion now speaking of discussion you can definitely follow me on my mike and i's instagram page at my period mike and period i my period mike and period i or on twitter at underscore noah alvarez no tricky spelling on that one those are the two best platforms to get a hold of me give me feedback on the show if you're interested in being on the show too those are the two best platforms to kind of reach out say what's up interact with me it can be podcast related or non-podcast related and like i've said in previous shows too you know like i know i don't have all the answers but you know if you ever need resources someone to talk to or let's say a graphic designer someone who makes beats a cool artist to collab with so on and so forth i feel like i have a solid network of people around me and i could potentially point you in the right direction you know photographers videographers all that kind of good stuff you know you know the drill basically like a lot of people in my network and and i know some of them may be like oriented towards the music industry but i I know a lot of other people too um, especially like in the clothing brand industry here in orange county as well so you know just kind of like like i said if you have any questions about anything i may not have the answer for you right then and there but i might be able to point you into the right direction and yeah i just you know looking to give a helping hand wherever i can and yeah now let's go ahead and get into the guest for this week's show episode 135 can i get a drum roll please this week's guest goes by the name of prince of peasants and now his story is just as interesting as his name comes from the town of yuma in arizona and man he had a a pretty funky childhood but we talk about his experience with psychedelics and just how he kind of views the world he had a much 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 different childhood than i think like most of us uh i don't know i guess like commoners or like common the regular average u.s citizen uh you know and he kind of talks about that he's very open about his background and things and stuff like that so yeah and this is definitely a fun conversation hope you guys enjoy the conversation as much as i did recording it without further ado hope you enjoy the conversation between prince of peasants and myself 
Yeah, man, it, I fuck with the Ravens, though, bro. I'm sorry. You fuck with the Ravens? I fuck with the Ravens, Lamar bro. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, man. You felt, and that, even when Flocka was in that bitch, too, bro. Put mm. him in the dirt. Mm-hmm. That shit was hard, man. Who was your favorite player on the Ravens all time? Honestly, Flocka, bro. Yeah? I fuck with him, bro. You fuck with Flocka? But, yeah, I do, bro. And, like, their defense, bro. I, I just always, it was always solid, dog. But recently, they've been kind of slacking. Yeah. Shit. So it's like, <clears throat> it's whatever on that shit. Yeah. But, you know. Better than the Panthers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna cut this part hey, out. Nah. <laughs> we'll do a little clip in. No, no. It, but yeah, I guess going into this year, I knew it was gonna be a rebuilding year for Carolina. You know, they just got rid of Cam, and I felt like the way that that ended, it was kind of like a shitty end to their relationship. Yeah, man, because yeah. they had Newton forever, bro. Mm-hmm. Like literally forever. Yeah, ten plus years. You know, or it was about to be ten years. So it's kind of crazy, and then. The whole, like, if you're going to move on for a player, just move on from him. Say you're going to move on from well, him. Well, is he retiring, or is this fool just getting out of that shit? No, he's with the Patriots now. Oh. But, um, he's about to win a championship. Nah, not even. Relax. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but the way, like, so basically they put it out there that, like, they wanted to trade him. They wanted to trade him, but no one was calling. And then when they were officially, like, they signed the new guy, Teddy Bridgewater, they were like, oh, we're going to let Cam seek out a trade. Made it kind of seem like he wanted to move on. But instead, it was the team that wanted so to So it's like on. the media trying to be like... Basically. Yeah, they trying to make it slick. Fuck it basically be like your ex saying like, oh yeah, like I broke up with him. Instead of like, no, actually I broke shit, up I'd with him. I've been there, bro. Exactly. Sure. So it was kind of like that made me salty towards the franchise. And honestly, I was like considering like switching fan bases for a little bit. He's <laughs> like, I'm going through some wild decisions, dog. But you can't be saying that shit. So after like taking some months to calm down a little bit, I was like, I got to... I gotta stick with them, you know. I can't be yeah, no, man. you know, weak ass fan. It's faith, dog. You're right. Bro. Manifestation. Yeah, dog. but I, I am I'm rooting for them. Shit. I am rooting for them a lot less this year, because of everything that happened this past off season, than I have in years prior. So, dude, that should be looking empty with the COVID too. Bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy, hell yeah. Man. So it's just it's just a weird year, like for sports in general, you know. Like even like even the basketball championship like are we even credit that like, yeah man I don't it, know there just wasn't no lit energy you know usually it's like yeah like all mm-hmm. types of shit you know mm-hmm. and I, we'll put on this th- there's gonna be an asterisk <laughs> on that like Lakers finals you know it's just, yeah. I don't know if, and we're gonna look back in forty years it's like uh, it probably doesn't even count I think I got storage now. No, no we're, we're keeping that. <laughs> Damn, bro, your storage full. Oh, no, uh... <laughs> oh, no, all right. <laughs> but going back to your music and everything, how did you? The first thing that caught my attention was your name, Prince of Peasants. Prince did... of Peasants, man. That's always a motherfucking yeah. What was the origins man. behind that, dude? Honestly, it's a it's a funny ass story too, bro. I was in the hood. I was homeless. Mm-hmm. I was just smoking with the homies. I think a couple days before I did this shroom trip in this abandoned house, this fool that I thought was a little lower in intelligence, you know, not to be mean, but you know, this fool ended up being like my guru and shit, mm-hmm. bro. So this fool started speaking some mad truth to me, bro. I uh, I remember specifically this fool was like, what did he say? He was like, I asked him, I looked up at him and I was like, bro, am I going to be famous, dog? And he looks down at me and he goes, no. And I go, oh. <laughs> I was sad, dude. Yeah. I was like destroyed. Yeah. And this fool fucking grabs me, looks at me, and he goes, you're already famous, dog. Mm. You know? And I was like, ooh, that shit hit me, bro. So then a couple days after that, 
I had this uh, rap name because I was going off, you, you know, Vegeta and shit. You know, he's like the prince mm. of all saints and shit. Mm-hmm. Where I get the prince shit from is because my name is Charles Matthew Edwards, like mm-hmm. the whitest name ever. You yeah, feel yeah. Me? But half Puerto Rican in his bitch, you feel me? <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So I was like, I was like doing some music. I told my homie, yeah, Prince of the Chimps. I think that's gonna be my rap name, yada yada. And he goes, it's your head ass. He goes, nah, you look like a prince of the chimps. You look like a prince of the peasants, bro. Uh, he said it as a diss, and I was like. Nah, you're on to something, yeah, bro. Yeah. That shit's hard, bro, because the peasants represents like everybody at the bottom, bro. Mm-hmm. Just like struggling to get something. Either just locked in some sort of like either poverty or emotional distress. Yeah. Or just something that's just fucking you up inside, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And another p- aspect of that shit is like people that look down at you mm-hmm. for being in these like certain situations and shit. And I I see a lot of people, especially like in my hood and shit, like really looking down at themselves because you see people out here in Cali and shit, New York, and they got like all these clothes and like we trapped right by Mexico with all the meth and cartel shit. So it's like, hey, we got like a little music scene, but it never really seems like it's going anywhere and shit, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you're in a city like that, like to really embody that shit and be like, you're not like, we have value, like we have work and shit. We could get this shit popping. Just like, like hip hop first came out of New York and shit like that. Like, that shit wasn't a thing before, but then some people that were like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. I'm going to make my own shit. Right. Yeah. So, that's that's the, the vibe I'm trying to build. Like, a, not necessarily, like, any type of genre or anything. Just, mm-hmm. like, every feeling that resonates with that whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. if it's hip-hop, rock, uh, pop, shit. Fuck it, dog. We did some pop shit. Whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> I don't even know what to call that shit. Yeah. Some rock alternative shit, man. Okay. So, yeah. Right on. And even with the name Raggedy Royalty or Raggedy Robin Hood, I've seen too on like Instagram and stuff like that. That kind of feels like it. Just you explaining the Prince of Peasants, it sticks with that theme. You know exactly. What I'm it's just everybody that, you know, just. There's always like a bit of light in the darkness and shit, you know? Like, mm-hmm. even if you broke as fuck, you still. I think one thing that stood out to me, bro, is Rich Homie Quan, bro. Shout out to that fool. That's one of my favorite rappers, bro. They were like, oh, so why do you call yourself, like, Rich Homie Kwan when you weren't, like, rich and stuff like that? You know, did you have a lot of money trapping, yada, yada, all stupid-ass white people and shit? Yeah. And they were like, uh, he was like, nah, man, like, I'm rich in the mind, bro. Like, and yeah. that, that stuck with me. I was like, that's true, bro, because you don't got to have money. Like, the passion and, like, the love mm-hmm. that you got for your shit is the wealth, you know? Yeah. Because on your way to the top, like, the wealth is in that process, not at that end point you know what i'm saying yeah so yeah that's that's kind of that raggedy royalty vibe and shit i'm even gonna be doing music videos bro where i'm like dressing up like hella ripped apart looking dirty as fuck you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying like just raggedy shit bro dirty grimy spitting fucking who give a fuck you know what i'm saying real talk yeah so you mentioned passions just a second ago was music always like your first passion or you have something before that growing up honestly bro what was my passion, man? I fucking... Uh, I love drugs, bro. <laughs> drugs were always my passion, bro. My dad, uh, back in the day, this fool used to sell, like, mad acid, mm-hmm. shrooms, psychedelics, coke, pills, all that kind of shit. He was a businessman, though. He uh, he knew how to work on computers mm-hmm. and kind of bring the two businesses together and shit. I'm not going to go into the specifics. People are going <laughs> to try to take that information <laughs> and shit, you know? But, uh, you know, like, when I was young, he, like, you know, he gave me some, like, shrooms and shit like damn. first yeah so i was like 10 years old doing shrooms damn i didn't even know what life was Holy i had like shit. a you know he was a like he was an atheist at the time and shit so he had a lot of values of like anarchy and 
you know, a lot of really deep shit, you know, it was really cool, like, living with my dad while he was there and shit, it was sick as fuck, but when he, like, first gave me shrooms and shit, that shit activated me, bro, like, mm-hmm. psychedelic, like, revolution, like, all kinds of, like, next world shit, you know, to change, like, what's here kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, drugs for show, man, so I definitely am an activist for, like, like, bud and, and, and like, like, shrooms, acid, like, mm-hmm. and it's even getting legalized now, bro, so, like, It'd be cool, like, in the future to be, like, like a therapist. Mm, that of, recommends those things? Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That, like, I could, like, sit down with people, like, show them some music or just some kind of therapy and shit and be like, hey, dude, I have this knowledge. I want to give this shit to you. It'll probably help you out. Mm, like a you holistic know? doctor, right? Is that what they call it? Yeah, and you, you could even... for me anyway. Yeah, you <laughs> 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 She did the same, man. She was beautiful. That's hella tight. Yeah, man. She was... She, she fucking blossomed off acid bro that shit was dope yeah dope to see i learned my secrets to my own universe it was fucking crazy that's crazy yeah bro i was i was telling her i told her all this shit and then by the end of the acid trip i started feeling like doubt and negativity but she was like fully just powerful dog like like no you just said it's all about you are everything and I was like damn I was like for sure baby girl like that shit tight bro uh-huh. so yeah man I'm, I'm definitely a big ass activist with, like psychedelics and shit like that bro that's tight help people achieve like a new level of understanding mm-hmm. and shit would be tight and it's crazy at least with like weed too like I've talked about in a few shows but like even those for sure like society we kind of like put those down so much and they've actually like I don't want to say there's like they've always done good, but they've done sometimes more good. We just don't highlight that. And like people like Joe Rogan and people like really in our culture that I are like Joe really Rogan, big. Bro. I know they always talk Sick. about it. And it, it's definitely put me on to certain stuff like that to where like I've tried shrooms. And I remember the biggest thing like my coworker was telling me um, about that shroom trip because like the biggest thing they said something. She said something that like shrooms while you're tripping, your biggest insecurity kind of like comes to the forefront. Right. Mm. Yep. True so, so it was, it was 4th of July, and after I took the shrooms, I noticed, like, time went really slow, and I kept bringing up the time, and, and she, and so, like, basically how I kept checking, like, I felt like 30 minutes had gone by, and then I checked, and it was only two minutes, and I was like, whoa, guys, like, it's only 10.53, and then two minutes later, <laughs> whoa, guys, it's only 10.55, you know, and they were like, they're kind of getting a kick out of it, thinking it was funny, but I kept doing it, it, it bothered me for, like, not bothered me but it was something so i was doing it was like your obsession with like what you were doing yeah and how you were using your time right and how much you were yeah that's and then she fucking... explained it to me afterwards like that in a similar way and i was like wow like that's so maybe i'm stressed about time or i'm on uh, a race against time or i don't know it was kind of interesting like honestly and it, it was i only took a little bit like it was my first time so i didn't want to do too much. You I felt that shit for sure. <laughs> yeah, you felt the shit out there. <laughs> but it was. It, I definitely did, and it's something I definitely want to try again in the right environment and stuff like that. And you got to make sure your location. Right. Lo- location is. I mean, or you could do like me. I mean, like we used to fucking do acid. Like we did acid this one time, bro. And U.S. Marshals came in busting with their ARs and shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. And I was so honest and sensitive. This fool. <laughs> Where were you at? I was in Yuma, Arizona, bro. This shit happens all the time, bro. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so they bust in and shit. I'm tripping balls on acid. Like, what the fuck? Their fucking faces are melting. Their guns are like... like, It was crazy, bro. I didn't know where to stand because they kept pointing that shit and that shit kept moving. I was like, oh, fuck. That shit was crazy. And then uh, they take us outside and shit. And this fool was like... I was like, "Uh, are we going to be done soon? And this little ass fool, bro. He seemed so small at the time, dog. This fool says... 
you better shut the fuck up before I beat your ass. And I go, sir, that makes me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, like, fried, dog. Like, that shit was crazy, though. But, mm-hmm. yeah, man, definitely the psychedelics, bro, that shit. I should rise your consciousness for sure, man. Yeah. That, that's that's a part I already always appreciated about that. Yeah. But I always noticed in society, a lot of people are scared to try that shit. Hell yeah. yeah. Especially a lot of the people where I'm from and shit. They're like, acid, bro. You gonna trip the fuck out on the street? Yeah. Go like shoot something, blah blah yada. I'm like, nah, it's not even like that, bro. Right. Like, it's peaceful as long as you got some good people, good vibes, and shit. You might even be around some bad people, and that shit might turn out well too. Right. You know what I'm saying? You never know. You might learn something. You might get into some shit or talk about something with someone that just opens it up and shit. Yeah. And, I, and I've heard, too, you got to be in the right headspace for psychedelics, too, right? I mean, I think even yeah. with weed, sometimes if you're not in the right headspace and you're smoking, you can get, like, paranoid or anxious or whatever, you know? I get that. I don't I don't tend to avoid the negative aspects of drugs, though, because mm. I feel like that, it has something to teach me as well kind of shit, mm. you know? So it's like, if I, I love bad trips on psychedelics, like... Mm-hmm. Like, if I feel uncomfortable and negative, you'll catch me laughing, bro. Like a mad scientist, dog. Like, <laughs> no cap. I'm screaming with happiness. I love being uncomfortable, bro. Mm-hmm. It's so sick. Because then you come out with, like, a fucking boss, you know? Because like, I did that shit, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's a cool little transfer of energy with that shit. I feel for that sure. interesting perspective on yeah, it. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, a little bit darker, you know? But Yeah. Yeah. And then Joe, too, just going back to him, he always talks about, like, doing ayahuasca and, like, going with, like, Native American tribes and trying that, DMT, all, all that kind of stuff. And I, the way he and, like, all his buddies and the guests that he has that talk about that experience, too, it all seems super appealing. It feels like it's super spiritual. And it's, it's definitely something that, like, I want to work myself up to, you know, before I'm 40. Yeah, man. There's, a, there's, a, there's one thing that comes up with psychedelics when you do them a lot you it's hard to determine between i call like the spirit world Mm -hmm. and like the real world Mm -hmm. where like everything doesn't matter because you're gonna die and you should accept everything and being a human and being like maybe you shouldn't accept some shit maybe i shouldn't have people that are like disrespecting me or like keeping me down and shit but on the other hand the spiritual part's like but it's okay accept it yeah you know so it's like kind of hard to balance yourself like in the real world sometimes you Mm -hmm. know so I've done a lot of DMT, bro. Mm-hmm. Probably when I came out to Cali, I found I, I bought like four grams and I smoked that shit for a month straight. Dang. Every day. Just hitting that shit, bro. What's that experience like for you? Um, Kind of normal, dog. Like, yeah. I've been, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been normal, bro, since I've been young, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's sick, though, bro. Like, I know other people have like a lot more, that get a lot more out of it because they're new to it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's definitely, like, just, like, a part of the quest. You know what oh, I'm okay. saying? Like, little, uh, you know when you, like, in World of Warcraft and shit, you get, like, a little golden exclamation point, and it's like, come over here, do this quest, and then you can go along your business. And yeah, shit. Yeah, okay. like that, bro. All right. And by the way, man, shout out to, like, like East Coast, bro, because, like, that's what inspired me to do, that to mix the psychedelic shit with, like, music and shit. Mm-hmm. So, like... You know, like Flatbush Zombies. Yeah. Yeah, Underachievers. Absolutely, yeah. bro. That fool. We even talk about that shit. Uh, what was it? The uh, Russ? Who Wants What? Yeah. Bitch. Bro, that shit was so fire. That fool is a genius, <laughs> yeah. bro. One of my main inspirations, bro. Mm-hmm. Out of Carson, too, bro. Mm-hmm. That's just tight. Uh, he, uh, yeah, man, he definitely, uh, like, especially with the, what the fuck was it called? Do Without Will, bro. Yeah. That album really helped me out to like develop what I wanted to put out there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to 
take that kind of energy and put it into like a more mainstream mm. kind of aspect because I, what I want to do is I want to take all these old ideas ancient ideas all this old shit that has been teaching people for thousands of years and shit mm-hmm. and integrate it into like pop music and current shit and the song that I sent to you and shit like that like it even has like aspects of that like okay. those, walked up walked up some mountains of burdens did that on my own bitches with wings on their back but got horns on their dome I know you lie lie, okay. lie you know what I'm saying yeah like, it's just like a deeper aspect of life so it's just not all the same shit you always hear the same shit yeah yeah pop it. I, could, I could do money bro. money money yeah I could, I could do this hip hop shit I could do this fucking shoreline mafia shit mm-hmm. but the hardest thing to do bro is be yourself bro mm-hmm. and find Ooh. your own shit bro and that's mm-hmm. where I'm at cause I can make songs like anybody else's shit like I can make a trap song I can make a gunna this that but like what is it really like when I when I put it out there and I, I see people feel it like is that what I want them to be feeling shit right. you know how do you sound out you know uh, definitely by being like by not giving a fuck the most about speaking the truth bro mm-hmm. cause people that speak the, the real truth are the ones that are hated yeah right you see all these people uh, like with social media uh, speaking uh, like business facts. This is what I did to increase my business. This is how I act. This is my truth. Yada yada. But there's something deeper than that. There's a truth that makes like everybody uncomfortable. Yeah. That no okay. one wants to face. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's usually the people that are hated that you know speak that shit. So I kind of want to. I want to love re- love hate relationship with my fans. I want you to hear my music and be like, Nah, I don't. Nah, it's too much for me, dog. Yeah. And then go back and be like, dog, that was, that was real <laughs> shit, dog. You know, yeah. like a whole emotional experience to that shit, mm-hmm. you know. So that's definitely like the fire behind it. And yeah. Shit, you know, it's just like true feeling and shit. You ever listen to uh, J. Cole's KOD album? Yeah. I feel like I got that kind of vibe from his album. Because whatever he, he had, said he had multiple interpretations for KOD, right? I think one of them was Kill Our Demons. I and, love that one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the one so I resonated hard. with it too. Cause like as soon as the first time, first few times listening through, I was like, whoa, like this is, like I was guilty of it. Like that song photograph, where he's talking about like falling in love with like the Instagram. It's almost hard to listen to sometimes. Yeah, it, it is really hard to listen to. You're like, all right, I gotta push myself through that yeah. shit. Yeah, I get you, bro. And he he like hit a different spot, and and like me personally, I, I'm a big J Cole fan, and that only like furthered my like fandom for him. But I know like that set a lot of people off from him. It's like, oh, he's like. Who is he to preach blah 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 this and who is he to preach that and like it seemed around some of even like my hip hop friends mm. it wasn't well recepted as it was to me but I was like yo he's he's speaking some real shit like you guys are just probably uncomfortable with yeah, it's stuff. not and, even about know. who is he to do that it's just the fact that he has a voice and yeah. that he can speak like any other human yeah and say that shit yeah and if it has some truth behind it and some impact fuck say that <laughs> shit the fuck like yeah. people that hold shit in all the time like nah man he's being vulnerable he's, and it's like. That's like a good word. potential, you know. That's a good ass word for sure. Yeah. So how did? When did you move here from Yuma? I moved <clears> here from. Uh, I think it was uh 2017 in December, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh no, 2016 December. So I've been here like three years and shit like that. I came out here, uh, cause shit was just falling apart in my city and shit. I lost like, ten homies. Mm-hmm. You know, all gun violence and shit like that. So. And I got some problems out there, too, so, like, I can't, uh, you know, go back right now, you know, Mm -hmm. but, you know, one day for sure, I'll get to, like, visit my homies in the grave and shit, Mm -hmm. you know, but I had to get the fuck out of there. And at that time, I really didn't have a plan. I didn't have 
an image of myself. I didn't. I was making like a hundred different kind of songs, like just trying to find something, you know. Mm-hmm. Came out here, I had a daughter, you know. Mm. That was probably is it, it was beautiful, bro, to get to experience like her birth and everything, especially in Cali, bro. Looking mm-hmm. out the window, seeing the palm trees and shit. Yeah, shit was beautiful, bro. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man. So I came out here, bro, and somewhere along the line, I was like, okay, I see how these people are doing shit, right? Like. Well, help me out a lot. Honestly, shout out to the homie fucking uh, Kill a Cow, bro. That fool, that fool really gave me some insight, bro, like some direction and shit. Because this fool was very strategic with everything that he was doing and shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I fucks with that, bro. I like that idea. Uh, a couple other people gave me some inspiration. I had a couple of snakes out here too, shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I made it through. And, and, and only recently, man, only kind of recently is in, when I met her and, and shit. When I met Dev and shit. But uh, she gave me, like, the inspiration to kind of, like, push this shit forward and shit. Because mm-hmm. I seen her, like, just doing this shit organically. Like, <clears throat> like not even, like, like hella paid promotions or, like, ch- clout chasing or yeah. none of that. Like, she did that shit because she was a genuine person. Mm-hmm. She makes great music and people are like, yo, let's work. Like, that shit's hard, bro. So yeah. she... She gave me that put, and I'm an asshole, bro. I'm a fucking dick, dog. I don't like people, bro. That is not my shit, bro. That should be pissing me off. Uh, I smoke blunts and I make music, bro. Pretty yeah. much. Okay. But uh, she, she's for sure helped me like open up to people and be like, all right, I do need to open up market because mm-hmm. I can market, bro, with a purpose. But it's like being genuine behind it. You can yeah. kind of yeah. feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she's helping me like smooth me out and shit like that. Yeah. And all the bullshit. Yeah, man, it's been a it's been a thing. We got the business going now and shit. Raggedy royalty. Uh, we got a lot of content has been popping up on that shit too, bro. It's gonna look mm-hmm. hella sick too. It's gonna be like with the whole theme and everything too. You know. Mm-hmm. Did you always have that vision to start your own kind of entertainment business like that when you were in Yuma? Uh, I had like, it was always like a like a wispy dream. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, hey, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but one thing I was always good at was just like selling shit, bro. So, like, I could always get money, bro, no matter what it was. Like, if I needed money this time, I may struggle for a day, but I'm going to get, like, 5K the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, either way, one one way or another. And I was always good at, like, plugging people up and connecting people, trapping and shit in my city. And then when I started doing music, that shit kind of circled. So, I was, like, trapping, serving, like, little CDs and shit for, like, 10 bucks. People was fucking with it, too, you know, just mm-hmm. selling that shit. And it was cool. But, uh... I think somewhere along the line, it just, uh, it kind of, I, I, at like 18, I remember this shit. I told myself, I was like, I did this freestyle for, uh, for Facebook and shit like that. You remember when Facebook was yeah. all popping and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really be fucking with Facebook no more. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does. <laughs> yeah. I had a good run. Yeah. It, it tried its best, bro. Shout out to Mark. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I did this little freestyle shit, bro. And everybody fucked with it, bro. And it was like a thousand people in Yuma, bro. They were like, bro, like you can do this shit, yada yada. Mm-hmm. And that that energy of that shit really pushed me. And I established that day. I was like, nah, bro. Like I'm gonna be the best fucking rapper, bro. Mm-hmm. Like one way or another. So I don't really, you don't see me like doing like freestyles or anything like that, which I should. But like, I guess it's because I'm trying to develop that, like, so that everything that I drop is fire. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to make a false move. Mm-hmm. I see people be dropping, like, like a good track, and then they bring out a track that's like, eh. 
Yeah. And you kind of throw off the fan base because you're like, I fucked with you with your first track and now you flop, I'm going to unfollow. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. And social media is important nowadays. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to build, you got to invest. It's a lot of money if you really... And Instagram used to be like, like thousands of people will follow you like every week kind of yeah. shit back in the day and shit I felt like it yeah yeah bro I used to have like 50k followers bro Damn. yeah but it wasn't a big deal at the time because everybody was just using Instagram follow 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 mm-hmm. you know the follow for follow game Remember yeah that? Oh, man. that shit was sick <laughs> but now people now it's like you gotta put money into just to get seen to seen it all bro yeah. it's that algorithm that fucks it up yeah that's what I'm saying let's get some hackers together and shit you know right, fuck some shit up bro and I feel like most of what's popular right now or maybe it's just on my timeline but it's just like the instagram models right like it's just the, the, the timeline's flooded by chicks like every time i go on that explore page it's like oh here they are you know makes sense so they bring in the most money i think so right the mm-hmm. most screen time you know people are just scrolling it's a lot those. of weirdos out there my dog yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, even, I even be looking through those instagram body pages we see you dog i see your messages weirdos i see that shit yeah and it's just like but they, like you said, they're just capitalizing off of it. If it gets the most money at the end of the day, like they know, that, yeah, some of that shit just seems like super corny, super fake, and it's just like, all right, well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, you know the aspect I like about I like the aesthetic of it. I like the very clean look of it. Mm. You know, I like, I, I appreciate certain qualities of it, but I can see what's behind it. And I'm like, you don't even know what the fuck you doing, really. Yeah. It's like, come on. And they're just like insecure people, just like anybody else. But a lot of people put a lot of uh, validation on them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, no, they're probably like this. It's almost like Instagram. Like back in the day, it was like, oh, uh, the fuck's that country singer's name? What's it? Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. I wonder Swift. what Taylor Swift's doing. Oh, she's probably this and that. And now it's like, like someone that you see at the fucking supermarket. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I wish I could be here, but she's buying fruit like you are. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, she's a normal ass person. Yeah, you know, can't even do anything to get famous, but because she has a fat ass, like. Yeah, that she has a million followers, you know. Sorry, but like that's a that's what's because I've been follow, unfollowing a lot of people, uh-huh. and I was like, damn, I'm following a lot of girls, bro. <laughs> and I was like, and then I, I would look at their profiles, and I'd be like, why the fuck they got 23k like yeah. followers? And I'm like, oh my god, I was following them. I'm like unfollowing, follow, yeah. fuck that shit. I'm not supporting y'all for shit. Yeah, yeah, for real though. It's like uh, I don't even. I, I would say it's like modern day like Playboy magazines, but just less less nudity, but. It has that similar aspect, you know what I mean? Like I, I never I mean, grew with up. the clear clothing. Yeah, shit, exactly. You know, like, Pretty much, yeah, you know. You feel yeah. <laughs> the gym wear or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what they're doing. They got some fresh shit though. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it's like shout out to all those gym shark uh, brands or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Should be looking fly in those t shirts. You know what I'm saying? Can't hate on it all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Double edged sword. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I like that. <laughs> so so after you moved here from Yuma though, you said you're kinda like kind of lost doing your thing did you come to orange county right away or where did you settle at uh let's see i came to yeah i stayed in fullerton bro that mm-hmm. was the first place i stayed at and yeah that shit was trippy bro it was it was really sick bro i was supplied with weed like a motherfucker bro it was a blessing bro and i i i've got i've been lucky enough to get plugged in with some like really cool people we got like a grow house over in san diego and shit mm-hmm so like you know we got packs for sale just saying you know what I'm saying? i don't know if you're allowed to say that on the radio but we got packs for sale baby legally you feel but uh yeah man i'm gonna make a whole fucking little brand off that shit too mm. my uh my my dealing name back in my city was pop tart and shit mm. yeah i i i ate a bunch of milk 
and then Pop Tarts. And I threw that shit up. Uh, and I was like 13. They were like, bro, we're gonna call you Pop Tart, and the whole city knew me as Pop Tart. Damn, that shit was crazy. And then uh, so I'm gonna make like a. I have this idea of like a graphic design of like a pop tart, mm-hmm. big ass curly hair and shit, like a little joint, and then just putting like the cool little numbers on that shit. Hey, okay. You know what I'm saying? That shit is hard. Yeah. I like that. And, and you know, you know the thing is, is like I I've realized about good weed marketing, bro, mm-hmm. is that like you you know it's good when you look at the pictures and like the a weed page and you're like, damn, I just want to eat this shit, dog. <laughs> that's that's the <laughs> key, so bro. Just looking, yeah, yeah exactly. Cause I be seeing yeah. these. Tra- you ever get those pages that follow you, like uh, they just be trying to ship weed through the mail and shit. Yeah, yeah, I actually have actually. Right, so yeah. I look at their pages and I'm like, eh, shitty ass quality. They're no yeah. like graphics. I'm like, Basic, I'm not gonna yeah. buy shit from you, dog. But, like, I see, like, West Coast Cure and shit. You look at that shit and you're like, damn, I want that fucking gelato, dog. You know, like, you ready for that shit. <laughs> so, I'm going to definitely take that little avenue and shit. Because mm-hmm. right now it's a little underground and shit. Mm-hmm. Not a label to it yet and shit like that. But we go for sure make that shit pop. Yeah. Get into dispensaries and shit. Yeah. That shit would be tight, bro. And so, how was it, at least for, like, that ass business aspect of it moving from arizona to california where it is legal recreationally compared to arizona i stepped the game up bro yeah because it's like you making you have a limited amount of money supply because it's like a like a black market shit right mm-hmm. so like you this can is all, in yuma right yeah, yeah you can only make so much because there's only so many people that smoke weed mm-hmm. california bro is like the link to so many other places bro because you got people from california from like Thailand, Bangkok, Asia, South America, Africa. You got everything, bro. So it's like, who knows, like, someone in, like, Spain is like, hey, we actually have these genetic seed things, yada, yada. You mm. want to work? You know what I'm saying? Maybe give us some seeds. We give you bud, yada, yada. Oh, shit. You know? So, like, that's what I appreciate about Cali, bro, is that there's so much to offer here, bro. Like, it's abundant. Like, there's so much money for, like, everybody to make, bro. Mm-hmm. I feel like people really limit that shit. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I'm going to make all this money. It's like, how much are you really making, dog? Yeah. You ain't making all the money, dog. It's like always there. You just got to find a little avenue for it. Mm-hmm. I see that be bugging people a lot, too. I don't know if it bug you when you don't have, like, cash flow on you and shit. Mm-mm. You know? Nah, you know you know what I'm saying? Does that ever bug you and shit? Like, when you, you don't have cash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, makes you stressed out and shit like that? Yeah. I feel it. Same here, though. But, like, you got you to gotta find a... You got to find that wealth behind the money mm-hmm. to, like, lead you to the to the avenue of money that you can make because right. like like the millions bro isn't shit you love right you know what i'm saying like even billions bro you can make that shit so if you follow like a certain vibration and not just oh uh this person offered me a, a good deal for this amount of money i don't really like doing this shit mm-hmm. but like i'm gonna do it for the money like, yeah fuck that shit like never give up like your own emotional kind of shit just for the paper and shit makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. i think even that was like a, a theme in like kod right j cole talked about i forgot what song it was mm. i think it was motivate it um, was motivate yeah. yeah yeah but going back you said billions and it made me think of this question you know how hip-hop's first billionaire was dr dre after he sold beats right do you when do you think like like the marijuana uh we just, we just, the marijuana business's first billionaire will be announced if if they will announce it a lot like at all uh, if you had to put a date on it, if I had to put a date on it, let's see. 
Okay, so we gotta think. There's like what sixteen states that are legal right now. Mm-hmm. I think four or three more got voted in this election season too. Yeah, Arizona was one of them. Was God. it? Yeah, thank <laughs> God. Hey, my homies pissed. I be trapping it out there. They're like, hey, they gonna fuck up all the money flow. But uh, yeah, I think, bro, honestly, there's sixteen states that's like legal, and there still hasn't been one billionaire to come up out of that shit. Mm-hmm. I think what it takes to make a lot of money is reaching out and marketing to different places Mm -hmm. because uh, a state can only have so many locations based on the state guidelines. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes they won't even allow a bar near here and that's just a bar, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got to understand like, okay, I can either have it here and try to make as much money as I can off the same people, like market it out. So I think like when it hits like 30, 40 states and you see that shit, like uh like like literally everywhere and there's like a solid canal you know because right now it's fucked up like if you try to transport you're gonna go across a state yeah that like isn't legal and shit and that right. could fuck you up so mm-hmm. as soon as there's like a nice canal to the east coast i think that's when you'll start to see like a yeah yeah billionaire kind of shit damn that's crazy i got a lot of people hitting me up like it's east coast like hey uh can i get this can i get this you know what i'm saying mm-hmm and you gotta be like careful with that shit too, you know, because that shit can fuck your ass up, yeah. bro. No yeah, cause there's still states like Texas, Kansas, and a few other states that are very like, yeah, you have a eighth on you, you'll get like put away five years, you know, that kind of thing. Hell yeah, I be trying to send my dad some, but he's like, no, nah, man, I can't do that. Really? <laughs> he's in Texas and shit. <laughs> oh like, shit, yeah. yeah. He's like, it'll rest my ass. I'm like, yeah, hey, man, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, bro, but shit's cool though, man. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Have you, have you seen the trophy shit, man? Right, trophies. What's the, is that yours? or? Nah, this is uh, the homie Aaron. He uh, started the trophies brand, and this is just one of the designs he had. Is that like but, a uh, like a like just a brand? Or? Yeah, it's just a brand right now. They have a store in um, Anaheim, downtown Santa Ana. And then um, he just opened up, I forgot the name of it, but he opened up like a little Mexican grill, like restaurant, mm. in downtown Santa Ana too. Dude, that's hard, bro. Send an Addy on that shit. Yeah, I, I will. I gotta spots, check it bro. out. Yeah. I'm really picky about food, dog. I be making some good food, you know? Mm. I'm, a, I'm a little chef and shit, you know? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, especially Mexican food, bro, I'm hella picky on that shit. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm from like right by Mex. Mm-hmm. So I know like these fake little, like they be taking shortcuts and shit, you know, like, what was this taco truck this fool had fucking al pastor no pineapple mm. i was pissed dog i was like what the fuck bro like, i feel like that's a regional thing though depending on like whoever's so? making it because I, I have i've had like really good al pastor and like people from mexico but they don't put pineapple it's more of like what state you come from mm, back then or your family comes from that kind of thing i feel that oh yeah. another thing is i seen a they, the, i went to this really fancy restaurant they had motherfucking um ceviche mm. but like it was like rich people ceviche, so mm. it was like weird as fuck and like a like a weird fish and shit like that. <laughs> you know, I was like, nah, man. Like I was like, I was gonna go in the kitchen, like, nah, bro. Like here, like uh, let me show you how it was done. Yeah, actually. cut up some shrimp, dog. Hold the fuck up, bro. Yeah, yeah for sure. How, well, so what did you like more, Arizona Mexican food or yeah, Southern California Mexican food? Well, shit, honestly, bro. If you go down to Sinaloa, bro, mm-hmm. like they got some real. Like, so my family be living in the Elegidos mm-hmm. over there, which is, like, basically houses made out of cow shit. Mm. Yeah, man. So they just stack up a bunch of bricks, no AC. It's just, like, a big family neighborhood. They Like, they own the store. Other family neighborhoods be coming over. It's sick. And then, uh, so, like, you go over there, they got some weird barbacoa fucking shit. Like, mm-hmm. 
but like on some like Aztec like spices oh. and shit, bro. Like South America kind of shit. Mm. So like eating over there is like a whole different experience and shit for sure. That shit's good. <laughs> I miss that shit, bro. All right, all right. Yeah, but I, I we already told you about the Mexico shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Can't go back for a while and shit. Man. <laughs> Hell no. It'll definitely scar you a little bit. Yeah, man. Fuck them fucking cops, bro. It's bullshit. <laughs> Took like five hundred bucks, bro. That's crazy. Well, okay, let's go back to your music then. When did you? You said you're making music back in Yuma, right? What was some of those first songs like sounding like back then? Oh man, it was. It's always been like hip hop, bro. Mm-hmm. Hip hop's always been like the first thing I gravitated towards. Five years old, bro. I remember I was tired of hearing my dad's rock shit. You know what I'm saying? I hate. I always hated hearing that shit. I mean, I love Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin, and all the greats and all that. But just always hearing ABBA and fucking <laughs> Journey, I'm like, dude, ABBA, shut damn. The-. Yeah, and I was five years old, like, shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, so like my dad was like, all right, fine, I'll get you an iTunes card. You buy whatever the fuck you want. Mm. I was like, cool. I saw this first thing. It was called Rap Game Babies. Because mm. I looked up the rap uh, aspect of iTunes at the time. And it was the popping album was Rap Game Babies, bro. And that shit was crazy. Started off as like a bunch of police sirens all in the background and shit. And then it was like, we go put it, do do do. And I was like, dude, this shit is so sick, bro. Like I was jamming, bro. So then I got carried away with that shit and I just started writing lyrics. And then the sound was like, a, back then it was almost like a kind of a, it was like, it's more East Coast inspired though, bro. Mm-hmm. Like a, the flow. Cause like, that's always been like my inspirations. Like even like Big L and like, even like old school, like Jay-Z and like mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. I don't really fuck with Kanye. He cool, but <laughs> you know, I fuck with old Kanye before Ellen DeGeneres. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That shit's <laughs> tight. <laughs> yeah, when I was on Tigger, Big Tigger and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That shit was tight. All right. And then after you got to California, how did the music shift for you? At least style and sound wise. That's a good question, bro. Uh, I see. I recognized like a lot of the more current shit. So I was like, I was really like amazed with like the production quality. And, like, the auto-tune, the, like, reverb sounding, like, just trippy shit. What really got me into that was, like, Travis Scott, bro. Mm. Like, hearing that shit, I was like, whoa, like, this fool don't even be, like, rapping about shit. Like, this fool, like, lays out, like, a, a scenery and then, like, a what's going on in it. Like, it's literally, like, a story around yeah. the rap, you know? And I saw that shit and I was like, all right, I got this hip-hop shit. I've always been, like, good at freestyling, yada, yada. And I got these creative ideas, and I can fucking learn how to mix and shit like that, which I did. Mm-hmm. It took me like six months, and now I'm balling out on that shit. No hey. cap. And now I'm trying to merge the two, bro. And that's what's a little complicated, because if you think about it, you can either rap or mm-hmm. you can sing. Right. But like, you know, the trap artists kind of rearrange that idea, you know what I'm saying? Because right. they'll be spitting, and then, you know, out of nowhere, you're like, oh, shit. So it's sick, bro. So it's almost like R&B, like, it's like a a merge of everything so I yeah. noticed all that shit and I was like I'm gonna definitely take that kind of aspect and that's when I started kind of going into like rock shit uh, kind of just like more melodic kind of shit you know yeah. so I was like I feel like it needs flavor and shit yeah. so if you want to get people like appeal to you the best thing to have is like the best melody Yeah. for sure because then people are like Damn. they just be humming that shit in their head and it's like fuck that shit yeah you know, I, I even made this one song that's uh, about a drop on the 27th called Raggedy Everywhere and shit. November or December? November. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that shit coming up. I'm um, shit about to drop and just at the end, bro, I swear to God, you hear that shit and you'll just be replaying Raggedy Everywhere. 
right it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> like that shit hard, bro. So okay. Certain melodies just get bouncing and shit. But like, what I like to do is I'm like, all right, I'm gonna find a good ass melody, and then I'm gonna fill it with like either, either some healing shit, some conspiracy shit, some street shit, just some, you know, something beyond getting lit. Cause yeah. I, I seen this shit all the time. People getting lit, 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 lit. And that's sick as fuck, bro. Keep the energy. But it's like, I want the value <laughs> of it. You know what I'm saying? Because if I just get lit all the time, I feel like I'm out of my zone. Yeah. And away from my heart. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I want it to be very sensitive and valuable. You know, when I'm right. getting lit, like, this is the moment. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Not just like, yeah. For trying to force it, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think what hip hop has done too is opened up a bunch of different lanes too. Like you said, the auto tune, right? Like Travis Scott and a lot of dudes opened that lane up. But even like the whole like, there's like the emo rap, right? Like that's a big thing. And like emo was his own music or a genre, right? There was emo stuff before, but then they merged it into like emo rap. Yeah. And now there's like there's even like rappers doing stuff to EDM music. <laughs> there's, there's, we had like honestly, like I was talking about with a friend, but like Lil Nas X kind of doing old town road and like mixing country and like hip-hop was kind of big too you know mm. so th- i just feel like like there's constantly going to be more and more lanes of hip-hop being open and that's why it's cool like you going back to what you said earlier like if you're an artist like you shouldn't be trying to sound like anybody else like there's so many you know different lanes mm. to like and you don't even have to fit in you like create your own lane you know what i'm saying like someone's like, gonna fuck with your shit bro as, right as long as you make genuine make sh- genuine but just make sure it sound good too, mm-hmm. you know. Cause some people, I'm amazed that they drop a track, and I'm like, bro, are you not here? Like, we could do something with this. Like, you could put some auto tune at least, mm-hmm. or like some motherfucking reverb, so you don't hear yourself as much. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But like, I feel like the quality of what you're dropping should like really matter. Mm-hmm. And I don't even fuck with the quality that I'm at right now. I have one song truly that I fucks with, like that I'm about to drop and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna keep going on that flow and shit but mm. like cause it, it's it's a lot it's it, it's like you just gotta like cause I feel like if you don't hear that shit if you hear that shit and it sounds trash to everybody else but it sounds good to you there's something that you're not loving about it yeah you know what I'm saying like there's an aspect of care and consideration that you're not applying to your music if you're trying to like make this a serious thing right and not just like da 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 like a I'm just dropping another track on SoundCloud, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, and because I I do like get those like DMs or whatever of people like sending you music and it's good like you know the lyrics are there, melody might be there, but then like you say it's just kind of mixed poorly. Yeah. Or you throw it on in the car, it sounds nice in the headphones, but when you throw it on the car, it's like, like sounds like way too much bass or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of super sounds yeah like scratchy and shit. Yeah. So it's like definitely like it 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 pays off to have a good mix. Yeah. And even if you got to do that shit yourself, bro. Like, I didn't know how to do any of the mixing shit. I didn't even know how to put auto-tune on my voice, dog. Mm-hmm. I was confused sitting there like, on, off. <laughs> on, off. <laughs> nope. On, off, on, off. Like, that shit would not work, bro. Yeah. And now I got, like, 4,000 bucks of, like, plug-in equipment. Like, 4K, like, on a mic and laptop. Mm-hmm. and That's all investments, though, right there. Yeah, bro. Yourself. And just, like, YouTube video after YouTube video. I could have went to college and did that shit, but I was like... I've always been like doing my own kind of yeah, shit. You YouTube know? University, yo, that's all you need. Literally, bro, that <laughs> shit, dude. There's so much on Google mm-hmm. and fucking YouTube that it's incredible, bro. Yeah, I've learned so much out that shit. No, li- literally this entire week I spent. Um, we got these palm trees on the front, and like I don't know if you saw, but like I, I started taking some off because I know. 
back in the day, my dad was teaching me that you can make money off these palm trees. People love palm trees. They're the short, fat ones. They're called Sega palm. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, yo, like, we have them. They're, like, brooding those little babies off the main mom and dad tree. And if you, like... Clip the clothes? Yeah, if you can get them off cleanly with the root and plant them, like, you can sell those, like, a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. So I was looking up YouTube videos. I was looking up Google, like, blogs and stuff. And so that's what I was doing this morning, you know? Like, I was just taking them oh, off the tree. Oh, shit. And it's a, it's a long process. You know, they take a while to grow. But they sell for a lot, bro. Yeah, so that's what I'm... I'm, I'm going to try it out at least, you know, once and see what happens. And if I can continue to go from there or if not, whatever, you know? See, dude, there's so many ways to just fuck it. A fucking tree, dog. Shout out to trees. No cap, bro. Yeah. That's bro. fucking sick, bro. Just giving yeah. us life, you know? <laughs> Hell yeah. These people aren't even going to do shit with it, too. They're just going to look at it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, bro. That's wild. Yep. That's sick, though, man. Keep getting that paper one way or another, bro, mm-hmm. for sure. So with the music, did you have any people that you looked up to? Uh, I know you mentioned a few East Coast artists, but anybody else you looked up to? Uh, let me think about like one person. Mm. Honestly, bro, uh, one thing that I saw, bro, uh, there's this dude. I don't know if y'all know him. It's Lil Snoop and shit. I've heard of him. I never listened yeah. to his music, though. He was uh, signed to Meek Mill and shit, and this fool got shot. He's really fucking talented, bro. And like maybe... Like, it's kind of like old Meek Mill shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's still kind of like hip-hop-y kind of flavor to that shit. But just the way, like this fool, bro, this fool would literally, he'd be like, play a beat. And this fool would just freestyle the entire song, bro. Mm. But the thing is, you would think that he wrote it. Like, it it sounds written. I even showed you that video too, right? Last night, right? No, I think it was like a week ago kind of shit. But like, (laughs) I literally, uh... This fool would uh, this fool played back like the same beat like three times. Mm. Oh, you remember that shit? On the stoop. And it was like three different songs, bro. And I was like, this fool is ridiculous, bro. So definitely, I think that the 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 power of of rap and like hip hop is in the energy of like what you are. It's like the solidity of what you are. Like yeah. I've been through this. This is what I am. This is what I have to say. This is what's on my fucking head. I'm a human. It's like really establishing, and that's artist artism in general. But like rap has this certain, like I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like just like hip hop kind of shit. So yeah. I'm trying to get that really rough, gritty, grungy shit and move it over to like, like mainstream kind of sound and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying. It's like if Roddy Rich was angry as fuck. Hey. You know what I'm saying. Like okay. no cap like that. Okay. A little but bit less soulful kind of shit. Right, and like, like going back to what you were saying, like hip hop at its roots, like people, the people who weren't heard from, and people like you said, kind of living at the bottom in New York, they started it, right? Mm-hmm. But everywhere else, they picked up the people living in the bottom in that particular area, like that gave them a voice, you know? Exactly, because they seen these people doing it, and they were like, "Why can't I?" Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful part about it, bro. I think anybody can do music, but it's like, it's like if you really want it, yeah. Because if you don't, bro, like you gonna flop. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to not want to do it. Like, if yeah. you don't find some way to do it either, like, through mainstream shit or through collaborations and keeping it local. Yeah. Just find your flow in that shit because then you'll just flop and shit. Yeah. For sure. And I think a lot of people, too, they they, well, they would want to sound like somebody else. They wouldn't know how to be genuine with it. Because I think a lot of people aren't genuinely themselves. Like, you know, I think that's uh, going back to, like, pandemic and stuff. Like, people kind of really had to take some time and figure out who they were. And that scared a lot of people, right? And I think that's why some people were, like, so terrified of this pandemic. But it's, like, 
it goes back to the music thing. Like, if you ask everyone to make music, we're all capable of it. But I just think, like you it said... Would, yeah, it would bum-rush people, yeah. Right, they would just... They wouldn't be comfortable expressing themselves as they are, the ideas that they have. And so they would just try and, you know, like, mm. ah, I'm going to just throw this, like, Roddy Rich type beat or, like, this Schoolboy Q type beat and try and do something like him. But it's if it's not you, then, like, don't be that, you know? Yeah, exactly, but, bro. And honestly, about the pandemic, bro, I didn't see much of a switch because I was already in the studio all day yeah. smoking, you feel me? <laughs> so everybody's like, oh, my God, I have to stay inside all day. I was like, shit, I've been doing this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In a big deal. Yeah. Who would you say, like, you're more of an introvert? Uh, Not at all, dog. Okay. I have, like, major ADHD. Okay. Like, I just, I try to keep, I try to be calm, man, because I've been so wild. And that shit has always led to some sort of destruction mm. one way or another. So I try to keep it really calm and just be a little bit quieter and you know really like try to focus in on myself and shit like that because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna be the one that's gonna take care of all my homies and shit my daughter yeah. my fucking fam I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna put my mom in a fucking crib like either way like you know so it's like I have to give up a certain uh like uh a, ch- a childlike energy yeah of it so that I can make these things happen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because with my childlike energy, I will not focus in on what I got to do. It'll mm. be, like, very off the chain and shit like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, strategic plan, doing this shit consistent, like, it's a, definitely, like, my approach to this shit, you know? Yeah. Like, keep it G. Especially all my OGs told me and shit, like, you just got to keep it, like, calm and shit. I was always laughing and smiling too much and shit like that you know so like all my homies like all my older homies had to tell me like yo bro like (laughs) this shit might fuck you up along the way so you gotta like chill down and shit yeah you know so a lot of advice from my homies too like back in the hood that's good help me out with that shit too yeah when did you first find out you had adhd and shit like that oh they tried to put me on riddling bro (laughs) i was hyper dog like i could not fuck school bro like i would never I would never listen. I'd be talking to the teacher about some completely random shit. Like, what do you think about this? Like, yada, yada, yada. Like, I would never, I would never even be in class, bro. Like, I love to go to the auditorium where all the play kids were because they smoked weed. And I would mm. sell them, like, bud cookies and just sell bud and just smoke and, like, like, all kinds of shit. So, I realized I just can't stay still, bro. Yeah. I get anxious, bro. I start fucking up, but... It's kind of like a, I don't see why people see it as like a mental condition though. Yeah, we'll see. It's that. just a lot of energy. Right. Like, is that not like it's not like a condition? It's like a mm-hmm. just the amount of energy you have like towards the world kind of. Right. Shit. Right. I, but I think it's it's uh definitely like Western civilization. They want you to conform to this like vanilla cook vanilla cookie cutter type personality. Whether you're a man, female, whatever, like whatever you are, they want you to like fit into this. And when you don't, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, mental disorder. But I think it's like, you know, we were talking about Kanye earlier, like one of his newer album, Yay, he talks about his bipolar disorder being a superpower versus like something that people look down upon. Mm. And I thought that was an interesting angle of it. And it's true for like all mental illnesses, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, dude, like I have a homie that has schizophrenia, bro. Mm-hmm. This fool will draw the most beautiful shit. Yeah. And I'm like, dog, I want some schizophrenia. The <laughs> fuck? The fuck? Like, that's just tight, bro. For yeah. real, though. Yeah, but they, they have, like, a different... They just think a different way. And, like, chemically, their brain works in a different way. Even Kanye has, like, synesthesia and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's, that will see shit in colors and shit, mm-hmm. which is sick as fuck. Like, imagine, like, just be, have it, like, seeing a track, like, hearing audio and being like, 
this bar is red, this one's yellow, mm-hmm. and you're and then people in the studio are looking at you like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and, and oh, bringing up Absol again, bro. This mm-hmm. fool, I just recently heard from Daylight, bro, because mm-hmm. I'd be watching this fool's lives and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this fool apparently, he will, he'll go into the to the booth with Ali and shit, you mm-hmm. know, his producer and shit, and he'll tell him to play a beat, and then he'll go, all right, cut it, and then he'll either turn off all the lights in the room and mm-hmm. just sit there like this or go out on the porch and sit there like this and this fool in 15 minutes will be like he'll like be figuring his shit out he comes back inside and he goes alright record and this mm-hmm. fool lays down the whole track bro Ooh. not one mistake bro Ooh. that's bro what yeah. the fuck is that yeah. bro like I want that shit what did yeah. Daylight say he was like he's tapping in with the ancestors bro <laughs> I was like for real like yeah. that shit's hard man well, even Ab's story story is crazy right he has the Steven Johnson syndrome and I forgot the mm. exact specifics of it but that's why he has those black lips and exactly. that's why he always gotta wear shades bro. cause his eyes are super sensitive to light like he was like on the verge of dying like as a young kid and I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, I really but, like that song, The Book of Soul. Yeah, bro. I, I, I was in a coma when I was three, too, bro. Oh, shit. Sure. Yeah, so, like, I, I seen that shit. That shit's crazy, bro. I had a vision and everything about it, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, when he talks about that shit, like, all this, he goes, you ever been conscious in a coma? Mm-hmm. Please don't tell my mama this, this ain't marijuana. marijuana. That shit hard, bro. <laughs> that's an anthem for <laughs> People that do all psychedelics. That's a song, Pineal Gland, right? Yeah, Yeah. bro. That fool be happy. What's another one? This fool's Anunnaki. Yeah, oh, it's my Anunnaki flow. It was uh, Nibiru. Anunnaki flow. Yes, bro. That's the kind of shit I want. I don't give a fuck. At the end, I don't give a fuck if it gets lit, but if I have some shit to say. Or if I have like a like albums like Absol does where it's like no like in a, probably like a hundred years people are gonna mm-hmm. are gonna feel this shit for sure yeah hell yeah then like I'm Gucci like off mm-hmm. this shit for sure and what I liked about artists like Absol is like he you know how they have like rap genius feature like he was those artists that like rap genius wasn't enough for his lyrics right like you would have to like do some other Google searches on like the stuff he was talking about and you're like whoa like, yeah what? cause he'll say some shit and you still wanna genius could say it and explain it and you still gotta be like okay wait what like I need to do some more research Anunnaki what the fuck is that mm-hmm. little people though like, yeah it's it's some ancient shit bro and that's that's another thing that kind of inspired me like the the my lyricism for sure mm-hmm. you were talking about poetry and shit I love poetry bro yeah I'll just write down like uh like, it's like verses like uh, there, there was this freestyle that he did on Sway and shit that was like poetry mm-hmm. it was really cool he goes uh, there's more than one reason why there's only one remember that first or in before you begun I rhyme like I'm God's begotten son yeah. she so saved the world and some shit like yeah. that like that shit is hard bro yeah. it's just beautiful poetry bro and like true like expression that's what's something that's admirable, you know? Hell yeah. A lot of people can't get what's off their chest for some reason. Right. I don't know what the fuck it is, because yeah. I still haven't figured it out. I think it's the schools. I mean, I work with schools, and I feel like, again, the schools teach you to be that vanilla, cookie-cutter person that mm. goes to work, punches in, listens to their boss, no matter what they do, takes work home if they have to, et cetera, et cetera. And I just think it's like, you know, from like the, the hours that you're there at school to like the bell schedule to like break, lunch, that kind of thing, like it's... It's all so you can fit into this cookie cutter type factory, your office type job, and, and just contribute contribute the way society, not even society, but like the way the man or like the people, you know, they want you to yeah. serve, right? So it's almost like a program right. of uh, 
not allowing you to express yourself right so there's like a way to treat yourself in a way that you can express yeah and it's it's kind of weird man because i mean if you think about it if you really want to get real with yourself sometimes you got to ask these like stupid little questions that you never would (laughs) yeah how are you feeling dog and then like your response is usually like i don't need to ask that question bro like you feel (laughs) me like but at the end like it really benefits you if you're like, all right, how are you, man? You're like, yeah, I just, I don't feel too good. It's yeah. Like, Why, dog? Well, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, get a hell of vulnerable with yourself. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, man. Like, it's a hard thing, but like, it really, you yeah. Know, in any quest, if you're trying to do business, music, yada yada, it'll open up your avenues for show. Right. And your connections too. Yeah, and I wish school would teach that more. I think like, ten, fifteen years down the road, we'll see more psychologists at schools and that'll help but I mean I, I think like there's a lot of kids like you you know you had trauma growing up as a child like how are you supposed to focus at school when this and this happened to your pops or this and this happened to your homie down the street this and this happened to your friend or whatever like there's there's traumas that we all live through and oh. and then we have to show up to school the next day and still expect to do this as normal as everybody else and when we don't do it they just they don't even ask us what's wrong they just like oh bad kid fucking f go to see the principal i know man and, and it's so just it's, like prison too man like yeah. it's gonna keep happening because they just throw them in a cell and they're like all right when you do your time and you're done jumping people in in a, in a cell then you can go jump people on the streets right they don't it's, rehab them yeah it's like it, it it's, there's no guidance bro there's no like sit down where it's like okay maybe take this shit seriously mm-hmm. i've i had this homie bro his name is his, his real name is jay money bro on his fucking birth certificate on everything, bro. <laughs> the hoodest shit I ever seen in my life. Jay Money, bro. This was such a sweet kid, bro. Uh-huh. Innocent as fuck, man. And then I look on uh, my uh, old city's news. And I see this fool's face. Like, they just got this fool because he just shot some fool. Mm. And I could see his eyes, bro. Like, when someone, someone kills someone, bro, like, you see that look. And their eyes change from innocent to, like, I have to deal with this now, you know? Yeah. And I could see it in his eyes, and I was like, damn, dog, like, all because of this city, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and and our schools are fucked up, bro. Like, literally, like, our main high school in Yuma, our mascot is called the Criminals, bro. No. <laughs> the Yuma High School Criminals, bro. Really? Yes, sir, man. That almost sounds fake. Really? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, right? Oh, shit. Look that shit up right now, bro. Damn. Uh, the reason, I think, is because, um, if you heard about the movie 310 to Yuma, Mm-mm. it's uh basically Yuma is cursed, quote unquote, because it uh used to be a Native American land mm-hmm. for like my tribe and shit, which is uh Yakis and shit, mm-hmm. which are the people that be doing the DMT and shit like the that. The peyote, right? Yeah, 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 and the peyote too. Uh, so we had a we had that going on, and then the, the all the Spaniards and all the shit started going on. So then they started colliding, and they built a prison there mm-hmm. along the way, and it was like the world or the um, America's like worst prison because it gets up to 130 degrees over there and shit yeah bro so you in a cell out of adobe and you just sweating and you just die bro so it was like the worst prison you could go to oh shit yeah human territorial and they would bring people from Cali Oregon uh, New Mexico Texas the worst people and just bring them all in a train and shit Damn. Yeah, so that's what our city is known for. And lettuce. We got some good-ass lettuce, bro. If you ever need to plug on that shit. What? <laughs> like real lettuce? Yeah, some lettuce, bro. Some iceberg. <laughs> bro, no salmonella, dog. Hey, Not one case, bro. Shout out to the iceberg lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> no cap, bro. That's tight. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Do you, um, do you ever see yourself going back? 
Oh hell yeah, bro! I'm a I'm a pop there with like motherfucking Lambo, bro. Yeah, with some racks throwing out joints and shit. Give a fuck, bro. Mm. I want to give back to like my home for show, bro. That's always been a goal, man. Cause I I see like everybody's trying their best. They just don't have what they need. Yeah, but they won't get out of the city to get it. So I want to bring it to the city. Mm. Almost like Nipsey did too, where he like you know he put fucking marathon on that shit. Yeah, I'm gonna have raggedy royalty fucking shop over there you'll see me post it on the block don't give a fuck that's like, crazy yeah managing this shit bro hell yeah that's what yeah. that's what's up it's a dream man that's, mm-hmm. that, that's i respect nipsey for sure bro I, i'll sit down and listen to this fool's interviews bro because mm-hmm. this fool just has so much so much knowledge bro like real wise yeah and and it's and it sounds very simple like about the determination aspect like believing in yourself and it sounds corny and it sounds this but it's working for it. yeah it worked bro like yeah so that's what I, I I put a lot of faith in these uh, attitudes and personalities for sure. For sure. And like wanting to give back, you know, because mm-hmm. I've always been a dude like, you gonna leave with some weed too, bro. I'm gonna hook your ass up for <laughs> sure. You know what I'm saying? All right. But I'll, I'll always give, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, like you gotta give. Cause Robin Hood, right? Raggedy Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. And that's funny, bro. <laughs> Reason the thing is, bro. When I was growing up, I was I was a thief, bro. Like mm-hmm. you know, you had your killers. You had your, uh, like, homies that'll bust in, home invasion, you know, certain people, certain jobs. I was a thief, man. Mm-hmm. I was good at, like, talking to people, getting you happy and comfortable, smiling, and then I rob you and shit, mm-hmm. you know? So that's where I got Raggedy Robin Hood because I would steal from the poor. Mm-hmm. And then I would literally take that and then give to my poor homies, you feel yeah. me? So it's like a little play on words kind yeah. of shit. Yeah, man. That's that was crazy. a vibe, bro. But don't steal. That's just bad. That's a no-no. <laughs> bad karma, bro. That's a no-no. All right. Yeah, a lot of bad karma. <laughs> <laughs> what are some other goals that you have, whether it's at the end of this year or the tail end, or the beginning of the following year, 2021? I want to, uh, for sure, I want I want when you look at, like, uh, Prince of Peasants and uh, Raggedy Royalty. Shit, even Dev's page, too. I want you to look at those and be like, oh, they already look like they're moving. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they already look like they're there. So I want the presence to be there. So when people tap in, they see like, oh shit, I want to work with these people. Mm-hmm. I want to have like my business established so that I have a nice connection of people that I'm working with that I can trust and get a marketing team for that too. Mm. And uh, I've always, my grandpa was in the radio business and shit. He owned, okay. Yeah, he owned like five uh, broadcasting stations oh, and shit. shit. Yeah, this fool... This fool still getting paid for that shit, bro. That shit crazy. But he taught me a lot about, like, the music industry, the radio industry, and shit like that. So I know how to navigate the bullshit pretty much, you mm-hmm. know? It's just uh, the marketing aspect, you know? And I've realized that good marketing, bro, is, like, when you when you market yourself. Yeah. You know? Like, it's not the business. It's, like, the person, the right. face of that shit. And I recently went to Venice, bro. I had a, had a psychic tell me some shit, bro. What'd she say? She was like... She's like, you're gonna be the face of an entire brand. Mm. And I don't know, she was like, I don't know if it's music or clothes or everything, but that's gonna be you. Mm. I looked at her, I was like, you fucking right, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucking right. Hell yeah. And she knew I had a daughter too. That's the scary part, bro. Ooh. She was like, she, I didn't even tell her nothing about my daughter or nothing. And she goes, yeah, but all of this is actually for your daughter though, because she's gonna change the world. Ooh. And I was like, I never told you I had a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, you want some voodoo <laughs> you, shit? You legit. <laughs> yeah, you legit. Okay. 
I was like, she didn't even say son. Like, no. no. And she didn't leave it generic. Like, you have a kid and that kind of thing. Yeah, no. She said, your daughter. I said, oh, shit. I didn't show her my Instagram or nothing, bro. That's crazy. That shit's sick, though. You should go to a psychic, bro. Hell yeah. I need to. 2020 before it's over. Hell yeah. (laughs) Let's make it happen, yeah. Oh, wearing a face mask and shit. Let me see your palms from a distance. (laughs) (laughs) Take a picture and send it to me. Yeah. (laughs) Puts it in the app and Zoom. <laughs> oh, no, my oh, wait, that's just cracking your screen. Okay. Yeah. Oh, crazy. That's your lifeline. You're gonna die. Oh, never mind. My bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's just the camera. <laughs> Michelle, well, before we wrap things up, I do like to ask these quick hitter questions. In perspective, if you could talk to any person in history, dead or alive, who would it be? Dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, that's a good one, bro. Oh, fuck, man. Let's see. Uh, definitely have to be fucking... Uh, dude, Bruce Lee, dog. Ooh. And it's funny that you have a fucking picture of this fool, bro. Shout out to my dad, yeah. Yeah, reason is is because this fool's energy, bro. Mm-hmm. This Everybody always talked about him. Like, he was unstoppable, dog. Yeah. And it wasn't just how he could fight. Just the energy of, like, I'm not... Like, I need that shit. Yeah. And if I need to talk to this fool one day, either on some fucking clairvoyant shit yeah. or something, bro... <laughs> Definitely Bruce Lee, bro. Hell yeah. I think, uh, did you ever see the 30 for 30, the documentary they did for him on ESPN? Hell yeah. I like that. I'm end, all tapped into that. I like the show. end quote where it's like, water, it can flow, but it can also crash. And it's like, be like water. And I was like, oh shit, water that shit was hard. into any uh, thing you put it in. Right. Yeah, Yeah, it bro. takes the shape of this bottle, but also take a shape of whatever, a plate, you know, mm. or something. And I was like, damn. Which is weird because this was a Sagittarius. That's some fire shit. And this was saying, be like water. I'm like, well, that's like the opposite nature. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's definitely some things I want to tap in with like martial arts because I feel like there's oh, dog, a lot I know of some, self-discipline I, stuff. You I know, know you some shit, dog. Yourself. Let me know, bro. Oh, for sure. Yeah, right. man. I did like we'll 10 years of martial arts, oh, bro. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, man. Hell I could yeah. beat some ass, dog. Look at that. <laughs> Look at this guy. I, I'm 5'8", bro. You got to learn some <laughs> shit, dog. No cap. All right. All right. Uh, next question. If you were stranded on an island, food and water provided, what are three things you'd like to bring to pass the time? I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need some weed, for sure. I'm gonna need a little stew, and I'm gonna need Devereaux. You hey, feel me? Okay. I'm gonna All need right. a. You know, some fun and shit. You, know? <laughs> you feel me? All right. You cool. know, get the good energy. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> if you could have any toppings on a pizza, what would it be? Oh, dog, I get the same shit every time. I, when I go to Blaze, dog, I get the pineapple. I get the garlic. I get motherfucking um. I get some Kalamata olives, not them fucking little canned ass bitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, pepperoni. Yeah, dog. Okay. I keep it simple, dog. And then Mad Rancher barbecue sauce. I slather that bitch, bro. Just <laughs> everywhere. Fat. You want some pizza with that ranch? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Now. Yeah, no, hey. we're going to get some food right now. <laughs> if you could have any kind of exotic pet, what would it be? Oh, dog, that's perfect. I want a fucking ant eater, dog. Ooh, I hate ooh. ants, bro. Yeah. Because, dude, I'd wake up in the trap, bro, like with fucking ants and spiders, dog. And I was mm. like, dog, if I had an ant eater, like they, this fool would just be eating it. And this, <laughs> and they give hugs too, dog. So this fool would save my ass from the bugs and give me a hug, bro. Dad, I didn't know that. That's hard. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I researched I'll it. I'll from the bugs, but I'll give you all the love. <laughs> <laughs> this new apartment don't got shit. It's fly as hell. We Gucci. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then last question uh, if you can give any advice to your younger self what would it be oh man it would be uh, you got it bro that's it man. okay you got it man hell yeah 
simple, bro. Okay, keep it simple. I like that. Yeah, man. Just I could I could sum it up like whatever, whatever. Nah. Mm-hmm. But pretty much, it's like I got a lot of doubt, insecurity, and it's like, nah, you got it, dog. Okay. Just keep going, bro. Hell trust. yeah, that confidence. Yeah, trust in it, bro. For sure. Yeah, put yourself in it. All right. Now, before we before we wrap things up, we got a little exclusive that you wanted to do. A little freestyle yeah. that you wanted to bang out. The real shit is what I love, man. Did you have a title for this track yet or nothing? I not don't, yet? man. I okay. just wrote this shit down, bro. I just got some shit off my chest with this shit. Okay, right on. So we got like a like a West Coast kind of flavor with this shit too. All right, I'll go ahead and play the beat. You let me know when you're ready. And I'll <coughs> go ahead and hit play. Let's get it, bro. Always ready for this shit. I was surprised when it said it was a Wiz Khalifa beat. I was like, I've never heard Wiz Khalifa on this shit. Mm-mm. <laughs> With. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I've been doing too. Yo. Working every day trying to map a plan for the fam. Cop some real estate like buying land. Huh. Came up from the trap like what you thinking, homie? Had some metal to my head, but I ain't blinking, homie. Huh. I feel real comfy in the West Coast. I gave my heart away, but got it back like tenfold. I prayed on, promised to myself I'd be successful. And I was thinking about my younger days when life wasn't as stressful. And I say, my OG told me keep it off the books. That blood money getting all that you ain't off the hook. Stay loyal to your people, don't shoot off a foot. I'm doing better, so I've seen me, then he gotta look. Nah. Yo, I don't think you understand The thing I love the most is what you read When you look at my tap My mama told me you need God Gotta be a bigger man Told me in the end it'll be alright He got a bigger plan huh? They think they better but I make soul music Like tapping in the ancestors You make broke music So, you got a soul So use it What a problem but that's why you have a solution hmm. They think I'm capping till they hear this shit R.I.P. to Dre Shout out to my homie Nick Shot him off this earth for trying to flip a brick. That's why I be in this shit. I ain't going out like a fucking bitch. Huh. Life is strange, but it ain't straight enough. I was saving up, gotta make it up. If I don't, then it's bad. Love my daughter, it's an honor that I get to be a father. Can't worry about the past, cause love it never lasts. Keep your soul and your heart in your chest. 45 Glock, I do my best. Make music, gotta exchange sex. Gotta put respect on my intellect, I've been too low. Gotta raise my lip. No, they gon' talk, you suck my dick. 15th Street with extended clip. I'm gonna, mm mm, bam, my, mm mm, then, 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 with a peer of Prince. That's all I got on that shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, um, before we go, real quick, go ahead and plug where people can find your music, uh, social media, anything else you'd like to plug. Got you. Uh, right now, at the moment, man, I don't got a lot of shit out. We coming out. Uh, we going to stack up by the end of this year. We're going to have like a whole fucking album. We're going to have a little mixtape out, too. Uh, right now, you can look up the shit I got on Spotify, YouTube, any streaming services and shit. You can hit the link on the bio. You feel me? And I want to say I appreciate you, dog. Thank appreciate you so you much. Too, Sick ass conversation, too. Was able to make this you happen. heard me? <laughs> this shit hard, bro. Boom, that's going to wrap it up for episode 135, man. Shout out to Prince of Peasants for being a guest on this week's show. And shout out to you, the listener. 
If you enjoyed this last episode or any of the previous episodes you've listened to of the My Mike and I podcast, be sure to leave a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening on any other platform, including Apple Podcasts, just be sure to subscribe, be sure to like the page, be sure to follow the homepage, and support the podcast via word of mouth. You could let people know about the podcast, maybe send the link to a friend, to a family member, to a classmate, to someone you know that may like the show. I'd greatly appreciate any support with the podcast that I can get. Now, before we go to, I do want to remind you guys that you can find me and the podcast on my period mike and period i on instagram one more time that's at my period mike and period i on instagram as well as on twitter at underscore noah alvarez those are the two best platforms to reach out to me about the podcast as well as being on the show any feedback for the show ideas for the show or any other nonsense too i got some sports takes on my twitter account as well as some i call them grocery store thoughts because Especially if I go to the grocery store alone, I'd be just thinking the randomest thing sometimes. So, yeah, you can just follow me on those accounts for just some uh, for some podcast stuff, but also some good enjoyment as well. And like I always say at the end of each show, just be sure to chase dreams, not checks, guys. Never stop seeking knowledge. I hope you guys continue to battle through whatever obstacle that may be faced in your way. 2020, like I said in the previous episodes, it's coming to an end, man. And I know while it's been a rough year... I hope you guys can look at the positives and some things that you can take away from this year that maybe you can carry on to the next year, whether it's mental health, uh, finding a new hobby, learning how to do new traits and skills, that kind of thing. I just hope you guys kind of cherish these moments because uh, all the little moments matter. You know, I think we had a lot of little moments this year and granted, there was a lot of big moments that definitely sucked, but just find the little, the little victories and the little, uh, the little happy moments, I guess, little happy places you can from this year, happy takeaways. But yeah, enough of me rambling. I'm Noah Alvarez, the host of the My Mike and I podcast, signing off. Till next time.